Blog Talk Radio. Do you believe that America has become too politically correct? Von Wehunt speaks truth to power. Do you see the coming of our political and economic demise? Von Wehunt speaks bluntly about the need to correct America's course quickly. And now, broadcasting from the Eagle's Nest, a man who makes no excuses for putting America first. Here's your host, Von Wehunt the Barbarian. Age Bachelor Pad and uh, our newest Blog Talk Radio show, Von Weunt and the Bachelor's Guide to the Galaxy. Our epic episode 34 tonight, with a start date February the 6th, 2024 AD. Welcome, young and old alike. Wow, our infamous show. This is our our fun show of the month. We're going to have our Thursday show. Don't worry about that, folks. Our weekly show on Thursday nights, also at 8 p.m., our hard-hitting political show. But tonight, it's all about the Bachelor's Den. And I say, for this campaign year, make the Bachelor's Den great again, America. My name is Von Wehunt, your Generation X host. My business is lounging in pleasure on this show, and I am the American Bachelor Gigolo. Welcome, young and old, again to the Bachelor's Den and the Lava Lounge. Everyone have a great holiday season. You're kicking off the new year. We're already in February. Wow, it's our 34th episode. Now, a lot of you guys love this show. I keep telling you, if you want to have a weekly bachelor show, you I've got to hear from you. You can't be stealth out there in Radioland. I want to hear your cards and letters. See them and read them at vonweehanshow at gmail.com. After the monologue, we will take callers from the audience, 563-999-3437. Well, the world may be ready to blow itself up by some talk show pundits out there and radio hosts, and they could be right. We have to be the happy warrior on my show. And uh, The Bachelor always tries to rise above the current situation anyway. We hope for uh, peace in our world. We hope uh, we have a a healthy, wealthy year, a great year full of uh, new loves, and our love life takes off like a rocket. Hope our body count goes in the right direction. Onwards to the Bachelor Empire, and may God save the Bachelor King, always on this show. Well, in our past shows, we've had a lot of calls and a lot of very interesting things that have been going on. We got into a lot of things in the book, our, which is basically our collegiate course curriculum. My book I wrote in 
2012, a hit book, and um, I sent the book to Hollywood, hoping they would make a movie out of it or a podcast out of it or something. And, um, well, we're still working on, on all that. I, I think it would make a great movie. And the movie would be entitled, the book, The Bachelor's Guide to the Galaxy. I think it would be a huge hit. New material, new content, just what Hollywood needs, you know? Well, can I get a hell yeah out there? Great. Hello, hello, bonjour to all our friends in 28 countries and, of course, domestically here in America. It's time to gather you all around, and we have a lot of new listeners to the show and this show, and we want to gather you all here in our radio fraternity, our on-air fraternity, and please raise your right hand tonight and get ready for the Animal House Fraternity Pledge. Uh, I state your name. I state your name. Do hereby pledge allegiance to the frat. Do hereby pledge allegiance to the frat. Uh, with liberty and fraternity for all. Amen. Amen. Sergeant at Arms, do your duty. Now on your Delta Tau, Kai name is Weasel. Uh, now on your name is Mothball. Kroger, your Delta Tau, Kai name is Pinto. Why Pinto? Why not? Well, what's my Delta Tau, Kai name? Dorfman. Giving this a lot of thought. From now on, your name is Flounder. Flounder. We now consecrate the bond of obedience. Assume the position. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? So, gentlemen, pirates and ratback bastards worldwide, tonight I want you to put your best red velvet smoking jacket on, light up your cigar or pipe with your favorite vintage and cool lighter, get the cufflinks out, baby, and wear your favorite leather loafers, and slick back that hair retro Goodfellas Goomba style. With your favorite manly numero uno cologne, as we delve into the Bachelor universe and galactic cosmos with Wild Abandon. You know who I am. I know who you are. Business is pleasure. Hello, Judy. You're very sexy lady. Very good looking woman. You're like me. I can tell. 
person. He is the American Gigolo. Hello, girls. How about you? How do you get pleasure? Police think you're involved in a murder in Palm Springs a week ago. I'm being framed by somebody. I just don't know. You've been identified, Junior. I am in deep trouble. I think you're guilty of sin. Richard Gere, Lauren Hutton, American Gigolo. Oh, yeah, I love that. Best promo ever. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to the show tonight. We have friends in Belgium, the United States, of course, Colombia, my friends in the UK, across the pond, in mighty Germany, as well, and Viva Italiano. We have friends in Argentina, South Korea, Japan, etc. Well, you get the idea. I got my smoking jacket on tonight. To have a drink out there in Radio Land. Relax. And, uh, hmm, maybe even have a good smoke. Get down with the lounge sound and the underground, as always. Well, popular themes on this show are everywhere. We have the Retro Bachelor, Playboy Mansion, Hugh Hefner, the Playboy Bunnies, love them, Mad Men, Bikini Babes, Matt Helm, James Bond, 007-style baby, Shaken Not Stirred, when Life Magazine showcased the American Bachelor. Is a life in your future, gentlemen? Are children in your future? Only if you want it. Pussy galore, James Bond style, of course. We even got into second wave feminism, passport bros, hoflation, cool cars and gadgets, the Playboy philosophy, Caesar's Palace style in Las Vegas, baby. This show is packed with entertainment and promos and great things abound everywhere. And um, the premise of my book, once again, for all the new listeners to the show, where it will grow by leaps and bounds, is that most men will be a bachelor in more adult years now for all studies, government, corporate, you name it, will be a bachelor for more adult years than married in American society. For the first time ever, a few years back, single households now dominate the landscape, whether it's good or bad or indifferent. We're just stating facts that over 51% of all the households in America are run by a single person with no children. And uh, I believe if you're going to be a dad, be the best dad possible. And this show is not anti-kid or anti-family at all. I believe that um, most men will get married and will have children, which is great. But, but before they do, they're a bachelor. And that's where this book comes in and the show comes in. They need to know the ways of the land, the ways of the landscape, the toxic dating environment. You know, they just need to know all of that. There's so much that... Um, 
they need to know. And uh, it's getting very dicey out, out there, you know, if you get out there in the real world. Look around, and, um, you know, women have changed. Society has changed. You know, the uh, it's not as easy to meet chicks anymore. I always tell you guys, if, if you're looking for a wife, look young, look early, look often. You're going to meet them in your high school and especially your college years, and right after college especially. That's when you meet the most women. That's when you're going to meet the most chicks. It's just the way it is. And, um, you know, my nephew got married a while back there and uh, this last fall. has a great wife, and that's an awesome thing. But you have to understand that um, not every guy gets to find that. You can't pick a wife off the shelf either. So um, if you find her, you better grab her because, um, as they said in the movie Ferris Bueller, life moves pretty quick. If you're not careful, you're going to miss it. I'm going to be poor because I don't ever want to be poor. Then you won't. I decided right then and there I wasn't going to live like that. I needed to get as far away as possible. I moved to California in the summer of 1968 with the tuna. We had $300 and a black TR3. Sure was nothing like this back home. It was paradise. We got a small one-bedroom apartment right on the beach. Wasn't much, but it had its price. Georgia. You need some help? California was like nothing I'd ever seen before. Hey, what's the deal? People were liberated, independent, full of new ideas. They used words like right on, groovy, solid. The women were beautiful. And they all seemed to share the same occupation. I'm a stewardess. I'm a stewardess. I'm a stewardess. I'm a stewardess. Yeah, on the airplane. Just love that. Well, in our past shows, we had some really good uh, topics of expat, tra uh, expat travel, the uh, toxic dating environment, the Morton Steakhouse girl, the Cosmo girl, and uh, fraternity and club pickup lines. I've always said every man is left to his own devices. Every man has his own female methodology. Let me explain. Some guys always go for the 10. They set their sights too high. They're really not 10 material. They might be an 8.5 or an 8.6. But if they don't get the 10, they get all dejected and mad and angry. And once in a while, though, they get the 10 at the frat party, the high school party, wherever. Maybe the club, social, or the corporate Christmas party. What, you know, they still have, have those out there in uh, corporate America. My point is, that guy sets, has an agenda, and he sets himself up for failure. Because more often than not, he does not go home with a 10. My thing uh, coming up was I would, I always found out at the 10, 
had lots of girlfriends that to me were perfect as sevens and eights. High sixes, sevens and eights. And I would talk to the ten, dazzle her with my lines, and then I would move in to talk to her girlfriends who were normally sevens and eights, solid sevens and eights. And they were awesome, and that was my methodology. Every man has his own way of doing it. Some guys, um, you know, they will focus on women in maybe intramural sports. Some guys will focus on women right now that are online. Does anybody meet anymore at a club or a discotheque or something? You know, even that word, discotheques, is so 70s and 80s, but you get my point. Does anybody meet at a bar, old school style? You know, when I was coming up, if you wanted to meet girls, there was no Tinder. There was no social media. You went to a bar to meet women or events to meet women. You went out. So our Facebook was real in your face. Facebook, face-to-face style, you went out to meet people. And I think that's a good thing. We've really gotten away from that. Everyone's too lazy now. They're like in their little cocoon, their little bubble. They want to do their social media. And they want to, um, it is true, you can hit on, quote, unquote, 100 chicks a night if you're a bachelor, scroll through 30 or 40 profiles pretty quickly. And the women do it, too. Don't let them, you know, bloviate that they read every guy's profile. They don't. Everyone looks at pictures. Do they have the physical attributes that I like? Women do it, men do it. So let's just get that behind us in the rearview mirror and move forward. Every man's got his own methodology. I know some guys that some of you guys are lucky at work. That's a tough one for me. But you meet girls at work all the time and want to bang. You just have that personality, and so does she. You know? And I always say, like people find each other. People find each other. They really, really do. And um, we also got into the last few shows. Every man is a knight or king in his own castle. No money, no honey. The cautionary tale of Uncle Bill and Shipwreck Annie. Hoflation. And how the only fans... Destroys young men. <laughs> Amazing stuff. We'll get into all that and much, much more tonight. I guarantee it. Ever try to stuff a wild bikini? First, take a pinch of 36, 22, 36. Ouch! <laughs> kind of got carried away there. Hold together equal portions of blondes, redheads, and brunettes. Mm-hmm. That's how to stuff a wild bikini. Don't miss How to Stuff a Wild Bikini, starring Annette Funicello, Dwayne Hickman, and special guest star Mickey Rooney in Color in Panavision. How to Stuff a Wild Bikini is also stuffed with thrills and spills of the greatest motorcycle race ever from American International Pictures.
Well, that's an oldie but a goodie. Love that. Love it, love it, love it. Well, quick bachelor show themes. Does she really love you or is she a fraud? Just after your estate, Mr. Bachelor. Does God care if you are a family man or a bachelor? I don't really think so. I think he only cares if you were um, kind to his creation. The final analysis. Do you have the mindset to be a family man or that of a bachelor? So I admit I was not like my Texas nephew, who at the tender age of 23 wanted to throw in the towel and marry his college sweetheart. That was the farthest thing from my mind when I was his age, to be honest. I always thought that the girls that I met at 22 and 23 were like unlimited. Pick them off the tree like apples continuously throughout my life. Now, I'll tell you a little secret, guys. And it comes with age and experience, and I have a little bit of both. <laughs> um, women, when you meet them, when you meet them young, you think they're an unlimited supply of young, beautiful, blondes, redheads, brunettes, et cetera. I will tell you that it's like a funnel, and I've told guys this before. When you're a young guy, you're at the, what I call the uh, front of the funnel. you got that big, wide part. Tons of people. There tons of chicks. They are like um, like picking apples off a tree, literally. And it's the smart young guy that says, hey, I know this is going to end. I'm going to pick out the best one, and um, I might want to settle down with one or at least get one and take her out of the mix, so to speak. And that's a smart move. I get that move. Now, when I was a young guy, I did not get that move at all. I saw guys do it. I thought they were freaking crazy. I thought, why would you want to throw in the towel at age 23, 24, 25, 28, and get married? And there's so many opportunities out there, so many women. What they don't tell you as a young bachelor on the make, on the town, is that that does end. You get into corporate America. You get into a grind, you get into a career or job, and um, you realize that all those chicks you met at the bars and the clubs in your early 20s, they vaporize thin air. Now they see you as a mid-30s, pushing 40 corporate jock guy. You're now a desk jockey, and those you, you don't go out as much because your friends have all married or moved on, right? Right? Yeah. You join a social club or two. They're pretty cool. But what you find there is a lot of middle-aged hags, a lot of middle-aged women, a lot of women that um, yeah, might be okay to bang or have a beer with, but you don't really want to settle down with them. You don't want to really marry them or anything like that. And so you don't. the young girls don't do that stuff because the young girls in their late 20s and 30s, they're not looking to, to do events so much. They're looking to find Mr. Right. So they go to events where there's lots of men, maybe car shows or sporting events, where they can bump into lots of men. And that's her mindset. So we'll get into that uh, more tonight. But um, you'll notice that the funnel, as you go through life, gets narrower and narrower and narrower. Now, when a guy gets to age 40, He's probably halfway down that funnel. 
And you notice that a lot of your opportunities are gone. A lot of the chicks that used to be plentiful and abundant just 15 years ago when you were in your mid-20s are now gone. History. Those girls are now suburban moms, barefoot and pregnant, porking out kids, probably have two or three kids already. She probably has gone through a couple of husbands by now, getting child support from one of them or one deadbeat dad. This is just reality 101. How many young women are on husband number two, husband number three? Oh, these girls today, too. They go through men like water. Oh, he's not going to do it for me anymore. I'm turned on by this other guy. I'm going to divorce his ass. And you don't think that happens. It does. 70% of divorces in America are brought by the woman, not the man. Always by the woman. Hate to say it, ladies. Hate to burst your bubble, but you're the you're always busting a man's chops to get married, and then, then you're busting a man's chops to get divorced as fast as you can. Women are super fast to get married, and they are super fast to get divorced. They can't wait to run down the altar, and they can't wait to run into their attorney's office and file papers against you and get you served at work in front of your coworkers while she stays at home, hears about it and giggles to her girlfriends. Well, that's America in 2024. What's going on? You know it, I know it, and the American people know it. Women are can't wait to get married. And some are worth it. Some and many are not. Just be careful who you marry, boys. She may be the love of your life, or she may be a scam artist out to ruin your business, crash it, take your money, and go hump the next guy who uh, offers her what's called a BBD, a bigger, better deal. They call it different things every generation, but in mine, the 80s and 90s, it was called BBD, bigger, better deal. You ever meet the annoying guy, no matter what you've got or what you did? Let's say you scored... Oh, back in the day, tickets to the Scorpions, and you're in the front row. There's always some schmuck going, hey, I got a better seat. I got a better deal. You overpaid. Well, that's the BBD guy. He's freaking annoying. Always bigger, better deal. You could buy a Porsche or a Lamborghini. doesn't matter. He's got a better car. He always it's, He's the king of one-upsmanship. He's a king of annoying, and they're out there. Well, brace yourselves for a show. If, if this show is too harsh to your delicate ears, please turn this channel now, because we're about to go into uncharted territory. I know for many of you, it's just too harsh for those delicate ears of yours. Welcome to The Bachelor's Guide to the Galaxy. Our epic episode 34 will now commence in all its glory. Shade. They get you sniffing brandy or 
Love that. Ambassadors, Matt Helm, Dino style. This is Dean Martin, alias Matt Helm, asking you to help me uh, stamp out spies, or at least muss them up a little. In our new picture of the ambushers, I got my hands full with Matahara's like Santa Burger. Skull. Shirt skull's got ice in it. Janice Rule and those ever loving sleigh girls. Don't shoot. They get you when you're high. They get you when you're low They get you when you're standing still Or else when you're on the go They get you in a place The edge on the brink But bam, bam, bam It's too much for one mad helm, so how about pitching in a little, huh? There's enough action for everybody, so bring your friends and we'll make them honorary ambushers. To the ambushers. Love that. Yes, that's right. Well, some more Bachelor Show themes uh, are things like this. Um, Who is your soulmate? Can she be found in this world we call planet Earth and the cosmos, young Bachelor? Or, or, drumroll please, are you saving yourself for marriage? Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) all jokes aside, women today are like children. They want what they want when they want it. Can't blame them, really, but you got to understand it is what it is. The expat lifestyle, be the international man of mystery you always knew you wanted to be. American lesbians on the march. Do you want to wango tango? Mr. America, well, you may have to go against some of the lesbians out there in the bar scene, in the clubs. You ever walk up to a chick as I have, and I go, hey, what's your name, baby? 
then her big butch friend turns around and, and, and puts her arm around her and goes, she's my girlfriend, not yours. Screw you. I go, oh, let's go screw each other, you couple of fags. A couple of lesbian dykes. Get out of my face. Why are you at the bar? But now it's so prevalent. I'm telling you guys, these young girls are real. And all these guys go, well, Mona, she's a lesbian as long as I'm invited. <laughs> I mean, there's always one of those cucks, right? In every conversation, no matter what the woman says, they always take the woman's side and they try as best they can to make it into a kind of a funny joke. I get it. I get it. Here's the bottom line. Those girls are not going to invite Huckleberry here to watch them um, slap beavers together in their room. He's not going to be there by the lava lamp watching, you know, jerking off to them or anything like that. Come on. Um, that guy's a loser. That guy's a born loser. It's never going to happen. So those guys that say that, well, I don't mind if she's a lesbian as long as I'm invited. Trust me, you're not going to be invited, moron. You're not going to be invited. Jeez. Always some guy wearing a Miller Beer trucker hat. Um, hasn't been laid probably in four or five years, to be candid. Amazing to me. Can you afford to make many marriage mistakes in this life, gentlemen, on a minimum wage? Think about it. I think not. Are you a millionaire or what? Do you have those millions of dollars to fall back on like the Hollywood stars in case things go south for you? You know, a buddy of mine, he uh, brought a girl over from Peru, married her, two beautiful kids. Typical five-year thing, about seven years in. She had the seven-year itch, divorced him. He had to cut her a check for 75 grand. Now, he made some money. He wasn't a millionaire. <laughs> far, far from it. But my point is, the attorney got 75 G's out of him to make her go away. Well, you go to Peru or Colombia to get a wife or Mexico, and they are hot. Don't get me wrong. You bring her back to America. And I always say, you better if, if you want a family, boys, you better keep her barefoot and pregnant and fuck her every day after work like he did. Bang out those kids quick. Because the minute she gets a taste of real America and her, really, in America, we have American female privilege. Once she gets a whiff of that, that all the laws are on her side, and she can get a big check, and she can ditch you and move up the ladder and maybe start dating a doctor or an, or an attorney or something that makes a lot more money. She can move into a bigger home. These women are snakes. They'll do it in a heartbeat. Oh, I don't think you uh, met the girl from the old country with the pure heart of gold who went to the Roman church in her little village. There's some like that. There are. They're out there. But they're few and far between. My friend had to marry the party girl in Peru from a well-to-do family. She was already Americanized before he brought her back to America, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it is um, it is what it is, man. You know, I mean, um, he has his kids. He's a single dad. Uh, he, you know, one of those things, he got married, went south on him. 
And let me tell you, when it's a slippery slope, it uh, tends to go real slippery really fast. And there's not much that you guys can do about it. Hate to say it. There really isn't. Um, it is what it is, you know. That's why wherever you go, man up and wear your numero uno cologne. search. Each man different, living his own way, searching, discovering Numero Uno, the new thing in colognes for men. In all the world, there are only four basic masculine scents. Here's the best of each. Numero Uno Gold, Numero Uno Green, Numero Uno Red, Numero Uno Silver, Four Numero Uno colognes, all different, all wild. Find yours with a searcher kit, a jigger of each scent. Then get a full-size bottle of the one that makes it for you. Numero Uno! For that Numero Uno cologne, then should be telling you, me, so horny. Get for $10. Everything you want. Everything jacket best scene ever in a war movie unless you guys are in a saigon marketplace um some um hot asian hoe walks up to them and the guy still their camera and a moped love that scene well even ugly chicks in here in america think that they deserve a brad pitt or george clooney type guy with a washboard flat abs and a huge trump would say hundred million dollar bank accounts they're all spoiled with outrageous entitlement complexes you know if you were in a foreign country the one thing foreign countries have that america does not have now i prefer to live over here but they have better women in foreign countries in a foreign country women would be lined up to meet you literally in america the women are stupidly very age conscious. In foreign countries, 
it means much less than it does here. In America, they're lined up to start her OnlyFans page. In foreign countries, they have no idea what that is. Has the inflation destroyed dating, any kind of American dating here in the Western nations? I think it has. But let me read you this. OnlyFans has attracted over 200 million users, and many of them are young men who have their perceptions of normal and healthy relationships warped by that site. These men end up giving sizable chunks, says, in the research of their income to engage in virtual relationships with emotionally manipulative women who effectively rule over thousands of cuck beta males in this online matriarchal hellscape. Guys, it's why you should be listening to my show. Don't work your ass off all week and give it to some slut on OnlyFans who would never even give you the time of day at a 7-Eleven or a bar. She only wants you for your wallet, for your money. She would never give you the time of day. And why you guys, see this, this is a thing for Generation YZ and Millennials, not us Generation X guys. But you younger guys, you got hooked. I am convinced the cyber circuitry in your brain got hooked, and even Las Vegas has noticed this, that you're hooked on virtual reality. You don't want to do anything in the real world. The real world's too scary for you, scares the bejesus out of you, and you only like the virtual world. So while you sit there and fondle yourself and look at these women on OnlyFans, which is what you're doing, and uh, she's manipulating the money right out of your wallet, you guys are getting poorer and poorer. She's getting richer and richer. You guys are dumb to fall for this. And maybe this show, my book, will break that habit. But invest in your own businesses. Where's your stock portfolio? Have you bought even a home or condo? Put the money in you. Invest the money in you, not in a virtual relationship that will, that will never go anywhere. You're never going to meet those chicks. I know they're your fantasy. I have a friend, too, that all he wants to do is talk to Chinese girls 10,000 fucking miles away. He's never going to meet them. Talk's a big game. Those girls are never going to fly to America. Oh, he'll say, oh, yeah, some of them got passports. Have you ever met one in the eight or ten years I've known you? No. None of them have ever seen. They do the same thing. It's on the Chinese TikTok. A lot of you British guys are into that. But you give them money. American guys, too. It's crazy. You guys give money to women that you're never even going to meet over a cup of coffee. And then you wonder why you're poor, and you wonder why you have no money, and you wonder why you can't afford a home or a down payment, because you're blowing your money on virtual reality crap. And that's all it is. It gives you a dopamine hit to your brain, which is a drug, a natural drug. The dopamine hit feels great, feels euphoric. You feel like you've done something in the real world, but you have not. You've only done something in the virtual world. 
You feel wonderful, you feel great, and then it's over. The high is over. The high is gone. And there you are, broke. Remember what I told you in past shows, where the Mexican goes, Senor Vine, Senor Vine, always remember, sir, no money, no honey. No money, no honey, senor. Watch how fast those OnlyFans girls kick your ass to the curb. Once there's no more money in your online wallet. Everything you guys is online, virtual. You're afraid of the real world. You're afraid of growing up. You're afraid of meeting a real woman. Maybe having a real relationship. Going out for dinner in a movie. Whatever happened to that? Stage is spending all your money. This survey, so that many of you guys are are for the younger generations. Eighty over eighty percent of you are. You're the trend, unfortunately. So these men end up giving sizable chunks, chunks of their net income to engage in virtual relationships with emotionally manipulative, trashy women online who may look hot now, but they're not going to look hot in 10 more years. They're all tatted up whores, making money off you guys, and you're falling for it. You're falling for it. You're falling for all of her lines. I love you, baby. You look great. Love that hat. Where did you get that T-shirt? Man, do you work out? You've got great muscles. Wow. I wish there was a guy like you in my neighborhood, she will say. You're falling for every night. You guys just love it. Can't get enough of it. Unreal, man. Not for me. You guys um, need to go out there and get some real foxes. Meet some real women. Meet some foxes out there in reality for once. Just try it. Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. My name is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. So today I want to talk about society chasing off rich men or just the top earners of men and is now going bankrupt. But I'm going to read the headlines here so you can kind of see how I connect the dots to get to my data. Uh, Incredible shrinking New York, new proof that progressives are driving away residents, including millionaires who pay for their goods or their goodies. And this is literally from yesterday. The overall summary of this is that 2,000 millionaires have left New York alone. Why? Because it's becoming too expensive and they keep raising the taxes on the highest earning people. And those people are overwhelmingly men. The reason why I can say it's mostly men leaving is they say that 33% of U.S. millionaires are women. Well, if 2,000 of millionaires in New York leave, 33% of millionaires are women. That means 67% of them are men. However, there was a study from BMO Private Bank that found that about 15% of American millionaires are self-made women. So instead of 33% of women being millionaires, only 15% of them are self-made, which means the other 18% got their fortune from marriage or inheritance, and marriage would include divorce, obviously. 
So that means only 15% of the millionaires leaving New York City are women, if, if they leave, which means 85% are men. But women overwhelmingly are Democrats and are on board with the progressive stuff. So are they voting this stuff in and then leaving, or are they voting it in and are happy with it? Worst case scenario, you could say 67% are men leaving. More than likely, though, 15% are not income earners. They're just spenders. They're taxed on their money, on their investments and things like that. From the New York Post, this is the 2,000 millionaires fled New York. Here's the number I wanted to get from this article. They say at the time, they took $21 billion worth of income with them. That's $21 billion, and they already have a deficit. So they went from a $6 billion deficit to $13 billion deficit. Then all these men left, taking $21 billion with them. That's per year. What do you think is going to happen to New York? Well, now we need to scale this up to not only just the United States, but to the globe. We left the gold standard. We're a debt-run economy. Uh, we're a debt-run globe, really. Only China and Russia are starting to get back on the gold standard. And so what's happening is this is something that is expanding up to the global level. But if you look at the United States, the national debt and our GDP, which is how much we're producing versus how much we owe, you're going to start seeing that what happened in New York has expanded and is happening everywhere. They just happened to write an article on it for the New York City. Men are being chased out of society. Men are being told you're not necessary. Men are being told if you're too successful, you make too much money, you're part of the patriarchy, and now they're coming for them. You know, the IRS just hired 86,000 new employees. Do you think they're just there to hang out? It's not going to be enough. And so what's happening in New York City is a microcosm. It's a small, up-close look at one city, but it's being duplicated in a lot of major cities. What's happening is as women are getting involved in companies and CEOs and, and more businesses and places of power, companies, businesses, banks, financial institutions, government, everything's starting to go on what feels good. Unfortunately, what you do then is you take out the people that are actually earning the money, the people that are willing to get ahead, the people that want to prosper. That's overwhelmingly men. That's kind of what makes us happy is by being successful and making good money and being a boon to the economy and society, at least in the past. But now men are tapping out and you're seeing what's happening. How did this all start? It started by men being pushed out of the markets, women getting in control of things, women wanting to create things and help everybody in society and be damned the financial consequences of it. And we're going to pay for it. But it's all because of these progressive policies that are overwhelmingly driven by women and feelings. And that's how we got where we are. And that's why I say by pushing men out of all these areas, that's what's going to lead to our decline. And the last article I'll read here is a feeble attempt to make men care again because it's not going to happen. It's too late. Men have learned that they're only desired by society when society needs them or when society wants something of them. But other than that, they're disposable. Look at the disposable heroes every time a conflict between countries breaks out. Look how we take care of our vets that come back from these conflicts. And then you look at how men are portrayed in the movies and TVs and commercials and everything else. And men are just saying, no, I'm good. I'm going to take care of myself. And as that happens, countries will decline and eventually crumble. So as more and more men opt out of becoming high earners, opt out of going to progressive cities, opt out of working very hard, and they say, you know what, the game's rigged kind of against me. A lot of guys are saying, you know what, I'm going to do just enough to get by. And what's that going to do to our economy? Well, we can already see how it's affecting things. 
But what made that guy like that? The guy? No. Public education, single moms, the media, everybody crapping on him. So he said, I'm tapping out. Is there any way you're going to get him to care again? Probably not. See you in the next one. That was a cool little bit from the uh, Better Bachelor show. I found that on SoundCloud, and uh, we'll play a little snippets of that every now and then. Uh, really good stuff there. Get a cocktail, get a drink, and get that fox on the run. She's out there somewhere, boys. Take a little break, and I shall return. I guarantee it.
Love that. Well, this is a great show, and I'm kind of a big deal as your host. I have many leather-bound books at my disposal. <laughs> it's a line from uh, Will Ferrell. And um, anyway, from one of his movies, love that stuff. My childhood growing up in California, well, today California in Arizona where I, let, where I now live, immigration is out of control. We all know that. In our past shows, we talked about sex dolls and sex robots, our dystopian future America. Mm-hmm. Playboy Mansion and the Playboy Philosophy. Can you even find a wife now if you even remotely wanted one? We are not promised anything, so you should make good use of your time on this planet we call Earth. You're with your girl, and the, the, the temperature gauge in your home, can you open up a window sometime without her freaking out? Can you get a little Aryan Nordic fresh air in there? It's the little things in life that get into your damn day, right? Well, a lot of these women are always cold. They always want the house to be in an inferno or a sauna. And also, when you're a bachelor, all the shelf space in your refrigerator is yours and yours alone. All the closet space and medicine cabinet space is all yours. You have all the storage space at your disposal. That's one of the cool things about being a bachelor. Have you you, uh, even tried dating an American woman today? A tentative whore who really, let's face it, boys, only cares about herself. You can have the tramp stamp over her ass, branded, tatted, and painted up with that blue eye shadow. Love it. Well, <laughs> I'm on a rant here, but uh, you get the idea. Um, do you feel the anti-bachelor sentiment in America right now? The war against men, perhaps? You know, here in Arizona, it's kind of funny. I've got some millennial neighbors. The guy's a real beta cut. And um, the girl's a nice girl, but what's funny is they'll be in the garage doing things. They're so afraid to talk to anybody outside their little bubble, their little millennial bubble. I'll I'll pull up or I'll even notice my neighbors, and they run inside the house, and the garage door comes down the very next second. They're so afraid and someone's going to say, hey, how's it going? How are you doing? How was your day? Not going to hover. But um, see, a lot of people are like that nationwide, but it is kind of a Southwest thing for sure. And the young people are the are the biggest drivers of that. Boy, they freak out when you talk to them when you because they've been virtual their whole life. When a real person says, "Hey, what are you doing, man? What's going on?" They freak out unless they know you personally. They're thinking, "Why is this stranger not offended? Why is this stranger talking to me?" Why do I feel the need to respond? I wish I was a robot. You're thinking that I could just turn them out, shoot them out, and and move on with my life. It's funny. Even with even with these generations, there's still that human need for uh, connection for talking, and they're torn. 
because when they were young, they took tons of drugs by the government schools, and now they're coming up, buying homes, working, and the millennials are freakazoids. A lot of them are. Real freaks. Well, moving on with the show. A lot of you guys I know are into Asian chicks. Um, I'm into my European kind or um, hot white Hispanic girls. Asia is okay. If you are Asia, you can talk like this. If you are from Asia, Asia is good. Yeah, it's good. Rice is good too. <laughs> Ancient Chinese secret like that Calgon commercial back in the day. Well, the Chinese Asian chicks have already heard. They've already heard on the Internet that the white women in America don't want to put out as much anymore and have sex. The Asian girls love that. Because you white girls will tell you these Asian chicks are going to move in on your territory. The Asian girls say we love it because we tell the white guys we will have sex with them. We will bang them. Now you know why guys are flocking to Asian girls. Now you know. Listen to my show. If you're women, you'll learn a lot. You white women have got a reputation right now as being like young Karens who don't want to put out. Everything offends you. Everything has COVID on it or, coot- or a cooties, and you freak out over any kind of a germ, even though you know that you have natural immunity. Well, the Asian girls say to friends of mine, we will have the white man's families. We crave white men inside of us. And every one of her Asian friends, she says, has married a white guy in America. And in the U.K., you guys are nuts over in two. The Asian women have already heard of the low sex drive of American women. Wow. What a bombshell, ladies. Hey, that one's on you, not on me. But I've always told you, you uh, white ladies here in America, word gets around fast. If you always say no, pretty soon you're going to be 40, 45, 50, you're going to hit the wall and no man wants to marry a middle-aged act, especially one who doesn't even want to have sex or put out. These Asian women have found your weakness. And you wonder why... Why do American men like Asian women? I'm telling you. It's because the Asian women and the Hispanic will fuck the white guy's nuts off, to be blunt. And you won't. Many of you won't. Some of you will, but not enough in large enough numbers nationwide where it makes a big impact, where it makes a big difference. Telling you. You just think you want to hear on any other radio show. Asian women have said, we crave the white American male. We will put out and have sex with them. We will have his babies if he wants them. We will have his families if he wants to start a family. They're telling the white man everything he wants to hear. And, hate to say it, more often than not, they deliver the goods. Every white guy I know that's gone over to Thailand or Vietnam or Asia or went down to South America or Costa Rica, they get treated 
like a king. And you wonder why men are bringing these girls home. Sure, the man knows it's kind of a risk. I might get scammed. I might get taken. But men are used to that. Hate to say it. They'll take the risk. And a lot of them are happy. Some aren't, some aren't. I would say the odds of that are better, hate to say it, than probably marrying an American girl. If you're a bachelor, thinking about it, I've always told you, look at expat travel. And you American ladies out there tell you that you've got competition now. In a digital world, you've got real competition worldwide. Because passport bros is a real thing. Hoflation is a real thing. Men are going overseas to find the love and affection or sex that they can't get locally. How fucked up is that? You women here should be finding men banging their brains out. Some of you do. We applaud that. Many of you don't, and we disavow you for that. We'll chastise you for that. And you know who you are, playing your your games, your cock tease games, your power games with men. You wonder why guys don't want to marry you, why guys don't want to hook up with you. That's got a lot to do with it. it really does. Asian girls have found your weakness, and the Hispanic women have found your weakness, and they're exploiting it to the nth degree. They're getting those guys that make the above-average incomes. They're getting those guys who want to settle down. They're getting the guys that want babies. They're getting the guys that want girlfriends. They're getting them and nailing that stuff down, and you're not. You're in the guy's rearview mirror now. You might have been the fish that got away. But now, guess what? He's got a new fish. He's got a new thing now. I'm telling you. It's a real thing. And um, it's amazing what's out there. Well, call the show if you can. I know you're out there. I know you are. 563-999-3437.
Elf. Call me by Blondie. Great song, great video. Love that band from back in the day. Debbie Harry is still alive. Did you know Debbie Harry was a Playboy buddy? Well, you do now. I just told you. <laughs> well, remember my phrase to many uh, to the American Bachelor that you will not be happy in this life until you are happy. Never forget that. So do the point of that is do whatever you can to be happy. And then you'll be happy, and then you'll forget about, hopefully, the uh, dark spots in your life. Is everyone busting your chops to get married? Married people, it's kind of like a cult now. If you're not married, they'll just say, hey, man, you know, you'll notice your, um, your married friend, his wife will tell him, hey, we're married now, new set of rules, baby. Can't be hanging around your your bachelor friends anymore. That's all gone. She's going to want you home. Going to want you home and uh, locked down in the family room for the family situation. How's your love life, kid? Body count going up, hopefully a little bit. Work on it. Work on it, kid. Go to work. I've always said picking up chicks now is like a part-time job. It's in my book. And by the way, if you just tuned in, this is the Bachelor's Guide to the Galaxy, the legendary and infamous radio show by yours truly, Von Wehunt. Well, always remember, guys, that we are the masters of our own domain. I don't care what society says, Hollywood says. Hear all the cuck movies that are out there and boys trying to bash the man. Society only wants the man when they need something. They want something. When they desire something. They want you to go to war. When they want your money for something. They want um, your blood, your treasure. They do. When society is done with you, like we said earlier in the show, you come back as a vet and we give a rat's ass about you. Hate to say it. It's the way it's always been, just the way societies are. That should change, though. Hopefully it will in the future. Well, gosh, on this bar, on every show, we go to our tiki bar here in the studio. We mix a few drinks before the night's festivities. I raise my goblet of wine and my stein of beer to all of you tonight. I'm always wearing my red velvet smoking jacket here in the studio with Cigar in hand, mafioso style, and we have and roll as always. So welcome to our college fraternity on the radio airwaves. We are the new pharaohs of the land.
by the Candy Rave Assassins and Lords of Acid. Um, good stuff, man. Well, the show continues, as always. The show must go on Hollywood style. Has hoflation destroyed dating in the American West, you ask? Well, I say yes, it has. Hear this. Fear of failed marriage is one aspect that has the younger generation of men on edge. Don't blame them. 
with family court still largely in favor of women in divorce settlements and all child custody. This is one reason why marriage rates have declined by 60% since the 1970s. However, the obstacles go well beyond divorce and into a new culture of female entitlement in America. The word on the street is called hoflation. The dramatic increase in cost for men today to maintain a relationship with an American woman while at the same time the quality of women continues to go down. That is to say, it is an increase in female expectations and I would say outrageous entitlement complexes versus what the woman brings to the table in a relationship. Now, women will say, I am the relationship. Mm-hmm. But that's, they're really misreading it. Most American chicks bring very little to their relationship other than their ass. Think about it. In other words, women of the past used to have something to offer men beyond awesome sexual companionship from greater, let's say, femininity, greater potential for motherhood perhaps. They were less combative to the man and less narcissistic, as well as a superior ability. She had to raise children, bear them, be biologically available to her man, and she could maintain a home, a clean home. Such traits are highly attractive to men even after 60 years of first and second wave widespread feminism. But you seen as non-existent among women under 30, 2023, just last year. It should be noted that hoflation seems to be directly linked to progressive leftist influences. And not all women, women, this is true, fall into this category. The good ones do not fall for hoflation. But unfortunately, around 71% of young women now identify with progressive leftist beliefs, as opposed to young men who are only 53% progressive. Don't forget the devil knew he couldn't get to Adam in the Garden of Eden. He first went to the female. He went to Eve to make his play. And Eve, being the open-minded dumb one, convinced her man to bite into the apple of forbidden knowledge. And that's why you're paying four bucks for a gallon of milk right now at the uh, grocery store. That's why we're seeing the world on the brink of nuclear war, et cetera, et cetera. Well, it's biblical in many, many ways. It should also be noted, the article went on, that progressive today means something a lot different from what it meant in the 1990s. Progressive now means woke, gay, or extreme leftist cultism. Majority of American women have cast off their traditional roles in exchange for modern feminist ideals while still expecting 
traditional roles for men. Ladies, you can't have it both ways. You want your cake and you want to eat it too. You want to marry the, the great guy, but you want to be able to divorce him at the flip of a switch. You snap your fingers, you want him coming to you. But he asks you for anything and you say no. Hell no. Dating younger men complain in America is now more like a job interview. While the women scrutinizes their finances, which is a primary topic at dinner time. What do you do? Where do you work? How much money do you make? And how much money can you give to me now? Is what she wants to know. Beyond that, the online meat market isn't healthy. Dating app research shows that 80% of Western women are all chasing after the top 20% or less of men, with earning potential being the biggest factor. Next to number two, physical attractiveness. What if I told you, boys, the number one thing that will get you a hot chick is a big, fat wallet. Number two is physical attractiveness. This study was blew the lid off a lot of things. We've been talking about this stuff before the study even came out. We had the street intel on my show. We already knew what was going on. And this study proves it lock, stock, and barrel. Well, someday, Mr. America, maybe you too can find your 20th century fox by the doors. Well, she's fashionably lean And she's fashionably late She'll never rank a scene She'll never break a day
in America in the 1970s. What a decade. And the 80s were great, too, and the 90s were pretty good. Well, don't forget, this is the show that uh, it's often, well, I don't even say it's often, but it's sometimes um, imitated but never duplicated. The Bachelor's Guide to the Galaxy radio show is on the first Tuesday of every month on Blog Talk Radio. We'll discuss the life and times of the American and international bachelor, 
and Mad About Town. Great callers, great music, great promos, and where no subject is really off the table. Some salacious music with lyrics, and where no other radio show anywhere dares, dares even talk about this kind of content. From the toxic dating scene in America to passport bros and expat travel, American men are going where they are wanted if the women in this country don't want them. And only then will the American bachelor male find their Shangri-La. They say the blondes have more fun, and I tend to agree. But my show, there's always a shout-out to all the hot brunettes out there in Radio Land and Redheads, too. The Bachelor's Guide to the Galaxy radio show is on tonight. It's on right now. We're live here in the Valhalla Studios. And um, we had a few callers who dropped off. So those things will happen in the radio biz. Nothing to worry about. But the one thing that um, you don't want to be called out there is, um, you know, it's funny with these, uh, with these chicks. If you're not doing things a certain way, they'll call you a loser. Are you a loser? You're just trying to pay your bills, work, make some money, get some scratch for the weekend for you and your bros, have a good time. But uh, women are very quick to call you a loser if you're a man. In America, in the Western countries, women are held to a higher esteem. They're put on a pedestal for men to look up their skirts, but they're never called a loser. Why is that? Well, a lot of it's the Western culture, which, by the way, it's, they always say that, the, that these chicks are saying, we're fighting against the patriarchy. There is no patriarchy in the Western nations. It's a matriarchy. It's a matriarchal system. Now more than ever. But guys, be aware, if you don't make enough money or drive the right car or wear the right clothes, she might call you a loser. This chick's out for kicks and in for trouble with the born losers. Mm, just how is the mom initiated? By getting it from everybody. We're not coming out of orbit for three days. Woo! Look at this! 600 simoles! These are the born losers, the sickest sickle gang that ever terrorized the town while the law stood helpless. If only one of us had the guts to just cut them down. I've been wanting to crack at you from the beginning. Are you planning on fighting or uh, talking me to death? Mr. District Attorney, any truth to the rumors that the girls will refuse to testify? Remember, all you need is one witness to obtain an indictment. Born losers, and they know it. Please, don't do that. How about a pretty please on your knees? On your knees. Billy Jack, I'm going to kill you if it's the last thing I do. I would like to introduce you to the lifestyle. The ladies. The legend. The lifestyle. 
Now, the most famous bachelor in the galaxy must make the toughest decision of his life. LAX, you know who to call. When your lifestyle's a fantasy, how do you deal with reality? It's a wonderful lifestyle. The minute you walked in the joint, I could see you were a man of distinction, a real big spender, good looking, so refined. I figured that you're the Muriel, the God-smoking kind, so let me get right to the point. You're right in style when you're in Muriel's company. Pick one up and smoke it sometime. Refreshes you bet. Oh, my. 
That was uh, some surf music by a surf band called Mr. Moto. And it's from L.A., and uh, I appreciate them doing that little tune. Uh, call it Mr. Moto, and then to the studio here. At Valhalla Studios here in the mountains of Arizona. Got many friends out there in California, and they are having some major problems with this Pineapple Express storm. It's pounding the coast. I mean, my friend in Thousand Oaks by Calabasas, where the Kardashians lives, he has 10 inches of rain that came down in two hours, flooded his entire backyard, 10 inches of rain on the ground, and the water has nowhere to go out there. It's not, not that kind of earth where it's going to absorb a foot of water, basically, and so it flows everywhere. It's amazing. He's just pulling his hair out, and again, more rain in the forecast, more rain. Yeah, the Pineapple Express one. This one's for the history books for California. The bachelor who lives out there, that used to be a bachelor's paradise. And back to California was it got too expensive. So really a lot of the West Coast areas in my book, I mentioned them, are great towns for bachelors. It's the California, Arizona, Nevada, Colorado. Oregon, even, and Washington, Idaho. This whole Rocky Mountain state in the West Coast is a great place for the American bachelor. Tell you a little secret. Things you already know, but if you go back east, which east to me is right now, it's, it, it's all relative, right? But going back east is like Texas, the Texarkana area, Tennessee maybe, Kentucky, or full-blown East Coast. You go back, anywhere back there in the Texarkana, Oklahoma area, Missouri, the Midwest, Indiana, Iowa, I don't care, Nebraska, Kansas. And if you aren't married by age 35 as a man, 40, 42 max, they think you're a nut job. They just think, what the hell happened to you? And a lot of guys settle, and I know you do. Because you want to fit in. You want to fit into society. And I get it. You may love your wife a little bit, but a lot of guys find the first girl who does it for him, and he says to himself, she'll, she'll do. I'll fall in love with her. I'll take care of her. And they get married. Nothing wrong with that. It may not be the love of his life or the deep love that he really wanted, but she'll do. Now, a lot of you guys do that because family's telling you to get married, your mom's browbeating you, your brother, your sister. Are you getting family harassment? Are they telling you to get married because you'll fit in better? It is true. I told some guys, if you want a sociable life in the, especially the Midwest to the East Coast, that's not the place for a bachelor. That's very traditional America, which I also like. Uh, wife and kids, or at least a wife. You better have a wife or a girlfriend on, on your arms if you can afford it 24-7. But that's not bachelor territory. You say you're a bachelor. Some of those guys will get mad at you, and they're men. They'll go, why aren't you married? Why didn't you follow me in my footsteps? I got married 35 years ago, they will, they will tell you. 
smoking your corn cob pipe. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, it's the real thing. Uh, they 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 don't get it. They kind of do, but they've been married and brainwashed for so long. They've lost touch with their inner male, and they learned the term that all married men learn. Yes, dear. Yes, honey. Because the woman knows a man wants peace under the roof, peace in the household. And the ladies know that you'll do anything to get that peace, won't you? They'll manipulate you. Honey, I want to buy some new furniture. Yes, dear. Honey, I want to get a new washer and dryer. Yes, dear. Whatever you say, dear. You're always right, dear. Honey, I'm going to do car. Yes, dear. And on it goes. On it goes. In a weird way, married families are the building block of society. And the wife is, in many ways, the supercharger of a larger economy, whether good or bad. The family might go in debt 10, 20 grand to buy new appliances, or new, a new used car, what, whatever. But um, if it was up to the men, they would run things until, the, until they actually broke. And that's when a man thinks, I need a new washer and dryer. I need a new stove. But um, you guys that are married, you know what I'm talking about. You look back at your bachelor and you go, I wish I was a bachelor again, but that was then, this is now. And you're in a new mode of operation, man. You can never go back once you cross the Rubicon, you know? Because once you go and do it, it's over, baby. You know it, and I know it. Men. Nothing takes it off like Noxima medicated cheese. Take it off. Take it all off. Nothing takes it off life. Noxima medicated shave. the uh, Price is Right theme. Is the price right out there, guys? The price of getting a wife and kids and family? The price of a girlfriend? The price of a, uh, you know, a little, um, you know, a chick on the side? 
Sugar baby, what does that cost you? Well, they're all over the mark. You got a broker a deal with a girl if you like a girl. Um, broker a deal like a few friends of mine have. Meet her once uh, or twice a month. Um, buy her some uh, groceries. Maybe pay a u- utility bill. You scratch her back, she'll scratch yours. Wink, wink, nod, nod. You know what I'm talking about. They're out there. And with the economy getting as bad as it is, it'll be more and more of that, I predict, in the near future. Sugar babies are exploding. They're, um, a lot of women are realizing these young guys have no money. These middle-aged guys have got all the cash. And they're not bad. They're a fit. Out west especially. Guys work out, go to the gym a lot. A lot of 40, 50, 60-year-old men at the gym looking good. And uh, I'm one of them. And uh, I'm a young 40. But basically, um, those things happen, you know? And, um, you know, dating, uh, a lot of women have priced themselves out of dating in America. We talked about this before. I told you the story last last month of the Morton Steakhouse girl, a girl I still stay in touch with, but her latest thing is, I'm bougie, which means bourgeois, which means rich taste. I'm very bougie. I demand the Cosmo or a chocolate martini. And out here in Scottsdale, North Phoenix, the Cosmo costs 30 bucks, 30 $32 now for a chocolate martini. Oh, yeah. You're talking an hourly wage for some people, or at least part of it. Yeah, adds up. She demands Morton steak, and that's why we haven't carried it further, because I'm going, you're too expensive, no guarantee of anything, and what do I get? Nothing but a big bill. And your companionship, I can get for free at singles events. So why do I need that? Pay for her companionship. The girl wants to meet you, trust me. She'll meet you guys at a Starbucks. She'll be low-key about it. She'll be fun. And um, you want to think like that. Find the girls that are lower maintenance. They don't require as much. They'll have a lot more fun with them, trust me. We come from way out past Alpha Centauri. And as we're here on planet Earth observing your ways, we're listening to the Don Leon Show. It's on the Internet Radio Galaxy. Damn right it is. This has been the uh, fun show tonight for you. We had a few callers. Again, they, uh, they fell off the line. The Bachelor's Guide to the Galaxy. Wow. It's a great book. Got to order the book. Find bookstores everywhere. eBay. And um, I know you will enjoy the book immensely. But... Um, be careful out there, guys. Watch your money. Use your common sense. You know when a woman's manipulating you, trying you to buy her a drink, and you're not really interested in her. Don't follow orders from women who demand drinks out of you or appetizers. If you're not dating her or begging her, what's the point? Seriously. Just stop the madness. Stop doing it. Don't even date them unless you need to or want to, do what you want to do. MGTOW, men going their own way. Nothing wrong with that at all. You might find your soulmate in this life. Hope you do. 
And again, you might not. But uh, the main thing, stay in the game. Have fun out there. And um, take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. Take really good care of yourself. Eat the right food. Work out. Get plenty of rest. Keep a positive mindset. And whenever you leave your house, you might meet somebody. Always have that mindset. You might meet a girl at the convenience store, the bakery, the coffee shop. You might bump into somebody. You never know. Keep your mind open, and if you do, talk to them. Make the approach. Don't be afraid to make the first move, guys. Don't be afraid. No fear on my show. No fear. Well, thank you all for being here for the show tonight. We thank you all, coast to coast, in 28 countries. You've been listening to The Bachelor's Guide to the Galaxy, episode 34. We love you all. Call in next week, and on Thursday is our political show. It's always packed. Everyone loves the politics. But really, more guys should be calling this show. So spread the word. We'll talk to you soon. Good night. God bless. From the Bachelor's Dead America, I salute you all. Good night.
Something about the new year makes it easy to be on top of things, and Pearl Vision makes it even easier to be on top of eye care. So start the new year off right by scheduling an eye exam at pearlvision.com. Book now and get 40% off lenses for adults and free lenses for kids with frame purchase. Valid prescription required. Valid at participating locations. Restrictions apply. Taxes extra. See store for details. Ends 331.24. Exams available at the Independent Doctors of Optometry at or next to Pearl Vision. Some doctors employed by Pearl Vision. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.